Welcome back, everyone. It's another episode of the Steel Target Paint Podcast. We promise you more content and we're delivering. I'm Jeff Jones. It's early Wednesday morning. And as always, my partner in crime, one of my best friends and a great shooter. Steve Foster's with us. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. Jeff, how you doing this morning? You know, uh, I'm, I'm having a good morning. I've, I've had my breakfast. Uh, it's a little earlier than uh, usual uh, for me to be up this morning. But you know what? We got to do it because this is when we can record. So. Sounds good. Well, we've got a special guest. We talked a little bit about it a week or so ago. Headed up to uh, Metal Madness in Kentucky. So we've got the founder of Metal Madness, Ed White. How you doing this morning, Ed? I'm doing Better than I deserve, Steve. How are y'all this morning? <laughs> Welcome, Ed. Thanks for joining us. So, Steve, um, I have yet to be able to shoot Metal Madness, but like you said, you got a chance to shoot it last week. Put you on the spot. First impression. I think my first impression overall after shooting the match and even while shooting the match is I think it's a fun uh, sport or game to get shooters involved. It's something different, nothing like anything else that I've ever shot before. But as I looked uh, down the firing line on the right of me, on the left of me, um, I was definitely the old guy there. There was a lot of youngsters shooting. And, uh, you know, my man Aiden from up in Pennsylvania, he, was, he shot with me most of the weekend. And I think Aiden's 10 or 11. And, you know, it was a great family atmosphere. And somebody like him could be competitive without um, getting frustrated. I know that there's some shooting sports that claim that they're for, you know, promoting of the Second Amendment and getting new shooters into the sport. Nah, that's what Metal Madness really is. Or you could have somebody that's a seasoned competitor like myself go out there and have a, have a great time. So I think that, you know, again, my first impression is, had a blast. I'll talk a little bit more about my revolver. Okay, Jeff, since you asked me about it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, you know, there's been some talk about skill challenge, having a revolver division for uh, 22. And, you know, it's probably the most fun that I've had shooting anything in a long time. You know, it was a brand new gun, you know, I'd sighted in before, but to shoot that in a competition and, and overall, I felt like I shot it pretty well, man, that it just, you know, it just re-energized me in the shooting sports, you know, it's just something different. And again, the family atmosphere, shooting my revolver and I, I ended up shooting three guns and this was signed up for six, which are all divisions. But, um, you know, Ed quickly talked me out of, well, he didn't talk me out of it, but he Steve, you sure that's something you want to do? Because I would have been shooting pretty much all day, which you know, having a, having a booth for the first time, it's probably not a good decision. So I shot, uh, all three open divisions, rimfire rifle open, rimfire pistol open, and then uh, revolver open. So it was an absolute blast. My daughter had a blast, but again, I, I think my biggest takeaway while shooting the match and, and, um, you know, after shooting the match was it was easy to shoot. I'm not saying that the target presentations weren't challenging but again somebody that had a little experience uh shooting could could do so and do well you know and not uh leave uh targets left out there but um no it was a it was a great family atmosphere 
And I think it is highly addictive for a lot of people. When we talk a little bit about the airsoft, I think uh, my daughter or myself owes Andy like $30 in BBs because my daughter was shooting that all weekend. But anyway, Jeff, it, it was it was a good time. Well, great. We So you mentioned a couple of things there that I want to address. And, and Ed, please uh, chime in here. So you mentioned that there are six divisions and you shot three of them. So you've heard rimfire rifle open, rimfire pistol open and revolver open. Of course, all those are with a uh, red dot. What are the other three divisions? It's, it's the same thing. You have uh, a, a pistol rifle rifle and then uh, a revolver. I think he calls it a stock division. And all it really means is it's a, it's an iron sight division. You can use a chassis and those types of things, but it's just a stock division. Okay, and this is all rimfire. Yes, it, we shot all rimfire this weekend. There's no sunfire. Yeah. Oh, oh, breaking up the steel target podcast. Tell us more, Edward. Oh, no. did we lose Ed? No, Ed's Ed's there, and you're you're going a little digital, but I'm going to leave it in because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 I'd like to kind of maybe announce on y'all's podcast is starting in January, we originally started with Centerfire, and and everybody just kind of weaned themselves off of Centerfire because of the cost of ammo or you, mm-hmm. you know just. Center rimfire guns are just so cool now with tandem cross and 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 all the chassis, you know, that crazy Ivan and Wyland, and they just make the guns so much cooler. Um, so they kind of went it off. So we went strictly rimfire for a few years there, but then we did in a kind of a partnership with SASP, and in order to fit into their footprint. We, we have reviewed it, and starting in January, we're going to bring back the uh, centerfire pistol and the PCC, the Metal Madness. Now, will that be from a draw or from a low-ready? It'll all be ro- low-ready, Jeff. Uh, Metal Madness, you're basically in a box, yep. and drawing is just unsafe. Okay. It, it, well, it's unsafe in the environment that you've set up for how you're shooting. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, it makes sense. I saw I saw some of the videos, and so uh, I understand that. Now, let's just step back. What was your inspiration for creating this new sport, this new discipline? (laughs) Well, I tell everybody it was a gift from God because I'm not this smart. We've been shooting guns since the 1700s in this country, and. You know, I'm, I'm just not that smart. And Steve will attest to that. <laughs> that, that that's true, Jeff. <laughs> I, I, I started this range. I mean, I live in the, in the, the town that I live in is, well, I live outside of the town, but it has a population of 302. And we're actually kind of on an island between Kentucky and Barkley Lake, the Tennessee and Cumberland River, and then to the north of us is six miles is the Ohio river. So we actually kind of live on a lot Island. And, and, and I started the gun range to give concealed carry class with just five little bitty rain lanes and insurance with the homeowners come up. And I had to get 
in an in insurance for the gun range. And I thought, well, since I got to have insurance, I just as well, uh, open it to the public and, and all my buddies that I had coffee with every morning, belly laughed. It's the man, you live in Kentucky in the country. There's nobody going to join your range. By the way, you know, okay, that's no big deal. And within a few months, we had like 50 members because yes, they, they have places to shoot, but not in any kind of organization. And, and I'm an old guy. Uh, I shot back in, in the days when second chance and, and the masters was what everybody was shooting. So we shot a bunch of, of bowling pins in my day. Okay. I, I didn't know anything about steel challenge or anything. I mean, I knew about it, but hadn't followed it. So we had built some paper targets and we got some members coming in and got a little cramped. So I decided to add on 10 lanes and I'd looked at other disciplines and, and not knowing the setup and the, I mean, this is in my backyard. It's, it's literally about 60 steps from my back door to my range. And, oh, and Jesus, here we go. I've got a home range. <laughs> you fit right in with a podcast ad. I mean, <laughs> but I got a fairly good sized backyard, Jeff. So. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I built it and I, and I had put it up and I'm sitting out there one day on a bucket, a five gallon bucket. And I, I'm looking at it going, what am I going to do with this? You know? And, and I just kind of had this deal. So I put all these steel five lanes of steel targets up and they were 12 inches by 20 inches. And they, and they, and it was just, there was no rhyme or reason to it. You know I mean? It was just, how are you going to shoot this with anything? And, and we started putting numbers on them and, and we didn't think anything of it. And we do a lot of things for our community. We have fundraisers for, you know, a lot of different community events. And we were having one that where we buy shoes for the underprivileged kids. And some of my, some of the people that, 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 that had shot in the past came out to the event and, and they said, Hey, brother, you, you're, you're onto something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. And as it kind of went on and went and developed, you know, kind of thought maybe I was. So we started really coming up with a, a sport and, and, and over the, we started, that was in, in the fall of 2014. And for five years, four and a half years, we just developed it. I mean, we just worked out the bugs and, and Steve will argue with me, but we got the bugs worked out with it. <laughs> so, yes, I will Ed, but we'll leave that to later. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it took some time. Well, we, we decided a couple years ago, Hey, you know, we're, we're ready to take this on the road. I mean, literally, and we built a mobile range. And I bought a coach and we pulled it around and started it and, and thought that that was the way to get it to the public. We, we did the NRA world shoot in 2019 as a side event. We uh, do some things for the SASP and the nationals and things with our, our mobile range. The problem with the mobile range is it's just so costly to take it that we have to have a big audience, if you will. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so we just try to do the bigger events with it. So without chasing too many rabbits, that's kind of how it started. I, 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 uh, I have four shooting houses with it combined here in the backyard that has uh, 200 targets in it. This last weekend, and I'm bragging on my wife and daughter, they, 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 they keep this thing so organized. And I think Steve will attest to how organized it is. We shot 411 guns um, and we're done by 3.30 each day. Each day we shot over 400 guns and we were done by 3.30 each day. Wow. So let's see, 400 guns at $100 a gun. Uh, that's a pretty good weekend. <laughs> Actually, it's $30 a gun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, let me step in here because I absolutely I think that, that uh, Ed's wife, Teresa, or as he calls her, Mrs. T, she is really the glue that holds that box together. Um, they did a fantastic job this past weekend keeping everybody on point even when even when somebody screwed up and shot the wrong gun during when the time when he should have shot the other i don't know who the heck would do such a thing as uh, that but you know people. what's worse you know what's worse than that jeff <laughs> hmm doing that twice in the weekend that, Uh-oh. that yeah oh yeah no i thought <laughs> not that i, I would never... give anybody's name jeff but his initials are steve foster did <laughs> so okay so you got you got four shoot houses um and each shoot house has how many lanes 10 10 lanes 50 targets combined okay uh so wait a minute 40 or 50 there's 50 targets okay so do you have i'm trying to figure out the math here four shoot houses times 10 lane is a 40 can I take a shot? Can I yeah. take a shot at it, Ed? Yes, sir, please. All right. So each shoot house has 10 lanes. Okay. okay. So each lane has um, an array of five targets. So ah, Ed, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm understanding it now. So, and, I posted, and I posted something really quick in Rimfire Race Guns, and I'll do a better job maybe this week or next week and kind of lay it out there a little bit because i think i've had 88 people in the last 24 hours ask me how i like metal madness and how it shot so well what you need to do is direct to this podcast and and, and I, have them listen so I will. I will. uh okay so um in each shoot house you've got 10 lanes in each lane you've got five targets and, yes um, and there and there are varying distances between and ed correct me 10 and 25 yards. So you've got targets at 10 yards, 15, 20, and 25. The 10 yard uh, target, there could be a target on there or not. You could have all five targets at 25 yards. And so there's really an infinite um, amount of target presentations, but We'll get into that here in a second, but each lane is only shot one time. So unlike, um, okay, that's that was my next question. Yeah. Yeah, That was going to be my next question. Yep. You shoot, uh, you've got five shooters out of the 10 lanes, you know, per, I I think Ed does that because, you know, you only want one RO to handle five shooters. If you have one RO for 10, it may be a little bit too much to keep things under control. Not that there was any issues. Everybody was safe and so on and so forth. 
but um, each person shoots their lane. You know, are you ready? Stand by. And then the RO actually, which I really, really like, Jeff, calls back the time. And if you had any sort of misses, calls back the time to the uh, the person, you know, the shooter. But also what they're doing is, is that Ed's wife and several other office staff are in a nice air-conditioned facility, and they've got a program that they've created just for steel or, yeah, for metal madness. Mm-hmm. And they're calculating the times as as they go, which they did a great job with. Okay, so uh, I shoot one string on lane one, one string on lane two, and I go down the line, I'm all set. What happens then? Each each one of those is called a pass. So a okay. pass is, is a group of shooters that shoot the house, and you do that. Um, I, I don't know, Ed, how many passes were there? 20, 20 or so, something like that throughout the two days? Uh, 600 and some. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> it's a because pass they, is each individual. What would and and another thing that we're going to debut on 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 Steel Target Paint podcast is is that uh, because of connection that Mr. Foster did with Alex, we're going to go to the Bluetooth, so it will go through the AMG timer, and our program is adopted to it, and we'll be able to see it real time, and it'll post immediately. All right. That's in the works. Um, Oh, I. Uh, and I appreciate Steve. Seriously, had 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 you not put me in touch with Alex, uh, who's an awesome guy, uh, it would have been a light years away for us. You know, my pleasure. And I noticed you guys were using the timers all weekend and didn't have a single single issue flawless with the timers. Day. Or yeah, yeah, it was flawless. Which is it's pretty refreshing. Oh, oh sorry, I didn't get that. Could you reshoot? The, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's one reshoot. Not a single one one reshoot. Yeah. The game, the the sport is the, just to kind of, kind of give you an idea if I might interject this in here. The sport is just that. It's a shooting sport. It's not a competition. Now, it can be. And and like Steve, Steve came up here, shot it his first time. I, 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 I hate to say it where he can hear me. But he did an outstanding <laughs> job. Most 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 people don't adapt as well as he did. He shot in the master category, uh, which there's only two above him, and most most do not do that, especially when they're shooting other disciplines as much. To to, to they 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 try to shoot metal madness like the other discipline they shoot, whatever that is. And, and 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 Steve, you've got to agree with me. I I would think that metal madness is its own animal. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and the biggest challenge that we have with with the shooters that shoot other disciplines, be it steel challenge, SASP, three gun, IDPA, who who we all endorse and 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 support and and want to see our shooters go from other places. Uh, to that the reason we call ourselves a sport and not a competition is is because as steve will attest to you i'm going to jack with you with the target array there's over sixty thousand ways i can hang each one of these shooter houses and 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 
you're never going to get on to it as far as what it's going to be each time. Do you agree with that, Steve, now you shot it? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, on the service, like, oh, yeah, okay, you got 12-inch plates and 12-inch, you know, whether they're round or they're uh, square plate. But what, what Ed and the team there did is, I mean, you know, you'd have, I would say, a, a fairly decent array of targets, meaning they had some easier, some not too many easy. I think there was maybe one or two lanes per, you know, Three pass, if you would. Yep, that that were relatively on the faster side, but you couldn't take them for granted because, um, you know, he would stack plates. So out at 20 yards, there was one lane that we shot. I think it was at 20 yards. You could probably only see three inches, maybe four inches of one of the uh, square plates, which was a pretty, you know, you had to be a very diligent shooter or there was the trap where you had um, two plates, uh, right just about next to each other. Then you had to shoot through those two plates to hit the stop plate. So, yeah, you couldn't jerk the trigger, especially on my 10-pound uh, trigger pull revolver. You had to be very diligent with the trigger press to uh, to get those. So the other thing, Jeff, that we may have glanced over is that in each lane with the five targets, the first four are numbered. So you have to shoot the plates in order. So if you hit a wrong plate out of order, you have to pick up with the one that you missed and then uh, and then shoot it out of the last plate that doesn't have anything on it. It's the stop plate. So that's what stops your time. Okay. Okay. So now is, a sh- now is it, does one person go through all 10 passes or? All five, dude. Pardon? We, all five shooters shoot each lane. What we'll do is we'll start the five, one, two, three, four, and five. There's 10 lanes. Mm-hmm. And the reason we use five is, is we can't watch. The safest person on our, our range is the guy that's shooting, the person that's shooting. Sure. The other four, you know, it's just that one second they go, did I do that? You're not allowed to touch your firearm. It has to be on, on the deck once you move until their RO comes to you and says, make ready. Um, but it's that one guy that goes, did I load that? Did I put it in the chamber? And he reaches down there. So the RO has to watch the four, you know, for the most part, we're only going to give the shooter a couple seconds of our time to see whether he hit it or whatever. The rest of the time we're watching the other four. Um, but it be, be, between each lane, you have to clear your firearm, put a flag in it, take your mag out. It gives you time to reload. And they, every time you move, the firearms cleared and flagged. Gotcha. Okay, uh, so now I've shot, I've shot 10 passes. My, my squad, the five people I'm with, we've shot 10 passes. What happens then? Is that, do I get scored on my, my 10 strings? Yeah, you take eight of the 10. Okay, so you get two mulligans. Yes. Okay. And this, the program automatically kicks them out. You don't okay. It just automatically kicks them out. So you get your eight best times for that lane, and it gives you, um, I don't know, Steve, you were shooting, what, under, uh, under in, in the, in the tw- or low 20s, weren't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I've got some people that are shooting rifles in the 14s. 
seconds, eight lanes in 14 seconds. It's, it's, it's pretty fast. Some of them are, mm -hmm. and it posts it, we print it out and post it. So you can automatically go look at it. Usually by the time you get your firearm put away, the girls has got it posted for you. And, and, and then on a shootout now on a regular match, you just keep your best score for the day. You can reshoot as many times as you like with that firearm. Um, but on a shootout, you only get to one shot, one lane, one gun for you actually shoot the, the, the same firearm four times over the two days. And then they take them four times, add them together. And then we take the brackets. We have six brackets. So everybody gets a score, starts at marksman, goes to metal master. Um, they add them together. They multiply them times per bracket times four and that gives you a standing for the two days okay so now are the four shoot houses with each having 10 lanes are they set up the same way is pass one at each shoot house set up the same but shoot house one and shoot house three are set up the same shoot house two and shoot house four are set up the same way and you will only shoot two shoot houses. You'll shoot like what? What do you shoot day one, Steve? Like one and three, or one and two, or? Yeah, I shot. Um, I, I actually shot three and four, and then on Sunday I shot one and two. Okay, but three and four were set up just like one and two, so everybody's even. You, you know, the the guy in shoot house three doesn't have an easier shooting lane than the guy in shooting house four. It's identical. So, so they, so they were all identical this weekend. No, no, no. Two of them were the same this weekend. Yes. So, because we could split them up that way and, and, and shoot, we had 400 guns we had to run through. So, we, right. You know? Oh, so you, okay. So for, okay. Okay. I, I'm getting, I'm getting more and, and more understanding here. So, uh, you know, Steve said he was shooting uh rim fire pistol. Uh -huh. Um, and for sake of argument, let's just say he shot that when he was in shoot house one. Okay. Would there be somebody, and you said one and three were the same this weekend and then two and four were the same, but they were different than one and three. Is that correct? That is correct. And, and different the more movement makes it more difficult. So sure. Sure. So one and, and, and if he shot one in this, say he shot three and four, he would not have shot one and three because they would have been the same. He, he, he would have had to shot one and two or three and four. You see what I'm getting at? I, I think so. Cause uh, so in, in a session for a gun, are you shooting two houses or are you just shooting one house? In the shootout, you shoot two houses each day, each gun. There you go. That's 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 right. So he so so for a gun, Steve shot twenty passes. Yes, correct. Okay, okay, I'm getting it. In, in another in another way to say it, Jeff is is like house one had smoking out roundabout showdown and accelerator. Shoot house three had those same four stages, if you will, to use right. skill challenge terms. Right. Okay. It, it's just it's just duplicated to get more people through. No, it makes sense. Well, I'm trying yeah. to understand too, because he's got a, a level of 
of shooting prowess, uh, you know, classification, if you will. He said going from marksman to metal master. And of course, that's based on speed. um, But that would differ based on which lane, you know, which passes you shot, which configuration of plates. Right. It wouldn't be fair for us to go put four different set of targets up and have everybody shoot it. And Steve may be shooting two more difficult here. Here there's 10, 10 lanes down there. So typically how we set one up each time is we'll put, we'll put four lanes that were somewhat difficult. We'll put three lanes that are medium difficult and we'll put three lanes that what we call easy like there's a you you see some that's like we call it climbing the stairs it's one two three four stop um we have one come down the stairs you know backwards where you start out at one and come down uh we have some that are all conglomerated together where it's just Mm -hmm. one two three four five and then are all within 15 yards of each other them 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 have less movement so it makes them typically faster uh, uh, although most of them get in a hurry and they take it for granted and they'll miss one, which is a three second penalty soon to be, it's two seconds now, but in January it's going to three. Um, so you get, if you miss it and keep going, you get a three second penalty and, and, and that'll mess your time up as well. You can shoot it under two seconds and get a penalty. And, and now it's, um, you know, five seconds. Right. And, and as you pointed out, they must be hit in order. So if I shoot plate one, miss plate two, shoot plate three, I have to, and I want to finish the string without any penalties. I have to go back and shoot plate two, then shoot plate three again. Right. That's called a self-imposed penalty. Well, there would, if I did that, there wouldn't be any penalty, would there? Well, no, other than the time it took you to correct. It. Of That's course, of perfect. course. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. And, and if you shoot them out of order, then that's a 30-second. We call it a no time. Mm-hmm. Now, it, have you considered, you know, you said you've got, you know, 60,000 configurations. Mm-hmm. Have you considered, I mean, and you've got, like I said, you've got this ranking system, but it's based on, like if I came, Steve came and shot it there this weekend. His rank is now based on those stages that were set up that weekend. And when he goes there again, uh, there's a pretty good chance there's going to be in a different configuration. No, it's going to be. It will it, never be the same. He will never shoot that intentionally. He'll never shoot what he shot this weekend again. Okay. Okay. And so it's always just going to be based on 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 that. There, you you haven't decided to to go with any standards for a classification we, we we have not because see steve steve shot three guns and 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 to his credit he left uh, um in the master class in all three guns and 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 to be honest with you he shot way better than i expected because he shoots so much of, of the steel challenge discipline. sure um and it is you know, it, instead of being vertical, it's horizontal, and it's just it, it, he adapted well. And boy, it, it's killing me to throw all these flowers where he can do it. <laughs> oh, trust me, I I, 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 know where you're coming from. <laughs> it, 
here's the here's the challenge, and there's definitely some strategy that I won't lay out to everybody else. But <clears throat> the interesting part, you know, shooting whether it's rimfire challenge or steel challenge or USPSA, there's a lot of horizontal movement in transitions. Metal madness is not that; it is primarily vertical transitions which offers a whole different level of, of shooting. But the other challenge is if you haven't done it before, and it, it, I admit it took me a little bit to get used to it, is figuring out how to somewhat transition the gun in a seamless fashion from, you know, up, down, over, you know, and shoot those plates in order. I was kidding with somebody. I mean, the first couple of times I shot, I was like, Okay, I just shot two. Now, which one am I shooting again? And uh, so people like my daughter and other people have a lot easier time keeping that stuff together. But I think the other part that um, that is very interesting that we see from time to time, like when we talk about training in steel challenge, one of the most difficult shots for a lot of people to hit if they shoot um, pendulum from left to right is the blind transition coming from plate one to plate two. Um, and in metal madness, there's a ton of blind transition. So you kind of don't know, you know, the target kind of appears instead of, cause you can't really look past it cause your hands in the way. So I think, uh, I think that was the challenge as well from a shooting perspective, but you know, I think overall, um, and I wasn't that close to all the shooters, but, uh, I saw Kaylee Shaner. I think she walked away with a few, uh, few dog cool. tags or medals, but she, cool. I think she, yeah, she came away with four. She shot her open pistol, I think, like 18 seconds. Um, and I think I think I I shot close to her. I think I was off by 0.73 seconds, um, but she took first place. But, yeah, she did exceptionally, exceptionally well. But there was a lot of – it was very tough because any time that I tried to open it up, I mean, you know, shoot like a 1.6 or 1.7, Man, it was uh, it was tough to put it all all together, but it was from that aspect extremely challenging. You're you're going to get it next time, Jeff. We 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 go to great lengths to not be like the other sports. Sure, sure. Um, you know, I notice. You know, and listen, I'm a big ag. I'm I'm going this weekend to Talladega to the Nationals. Whatever. I don't even know exactly. That's a shame. Um, but. Uh, next weekend, we're going to go over to Rimfire Worlds. We, we support all the shooting sports. We're a gateway to the shooting sports. But what Metal Madness will do will, will, will make you think. It will make you engage. And, and, and we, we, we're our, our, our three enforced rules here is safety, safety, safety. You must have fun. Safety, safety, safety. Mm-hmm. Them are the three that we do. It is, it is, it is hard. It is a, it is a sport and you can compete at it, but you're only competing with yourself and you're competing with the people that are at the same bracket skill set that you are. And, and, and if we start putting out, um, this is the setup for the week, then we're pretty much just like every other shooting discipline. Okay. Um, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, we have we have partnered up with with Ruger, and and I can't with an NDA and things. There's some things I can't discuss, but 
future will do. Uh, and one of the things that Ruger liked about it the most is, is it, 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 it kind of shows what they're doing. Right. You know? and, 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 and you gotta be engaged with it. Don't you Steve? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a different style of shooting, but again, I go back to where we started off. I think it's brilliant from the aspect of you could have somebody out there that's 85, which we, which we had or somebody that's, you know, nine or 10 years old, that's shooting a gun for, you know, the first time it's a safe environment. It's easy to shoot. When I say easy to shoot, it's, it's easy that, you know, you're not uh, <laughs> shooting 10 shots and you only hit one target from a difficulty perspective, but in order to shoot it well, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of room in there to, to, uh, to master the, the sport, if you will. But I think the other part, we haven't talked about it yet. The other part that I thought was really cool in, and I understand why somebody like a Ruger is very interested in it because it, it really is a gateway. It's perfect for somebody that may have little gun handling ability or so on and so forth, you know, certainly want to make sure you're safe, but it's easy to get started into. And, you know, there's a lady that I met there, Tara, how long has Tara been shooting for a couple months, maybe somewhere in there. In July, it, she did not own a firearm. It, it, but Tara's the perfect example of what we're talking about. She's probably maybe mid 20s, somewhere in there, but she's somebody yeah, she's somebody that has not really shot a gun much or ever and has come in and she is just she got bit by the bug, Jeff. She's all she's buying guns <laughs> and, and buying ammo and she's just all I, in. I have no she, idea. What what is that like, Steve? I, I <laughs> can you explain what that feels oh, like? <laughs> oh. But but, but it's kinda, something one of the things that does my heart good, Jeff is I watched Steve Foster and Vanessa shoot together. Yep. Uh, yeah. I watch grandpa, grandma, mom, and dad. Nobody sits on the bench in metal madness. It's designed that way. Mm -hmm. and, and last year I have a, I have a gun range in a town and I'm not bragging. I'm, I'm amazed. Okay. So please don't take this as arrogance, but I have a gun range in a town of 302 residents. The county that I live in does not have a stoplight in it. It's, it's, it's 9,200 people. There's not a stoplight in the county. It's, it's one of the poor counties in, in, in Western Kentucky, in Kentucky. And we have 749 paid members at our range from as far away as St. Louis and, and Memphis. So, um, and it's not my personality they come to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely not that, Jeff. <laughs> Beautiful. Because it's, it's something that you don't have to have. And one of the things that it, 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 there are no guns, you don't have to have special guns. There's no real rules on it as long as they're safe. Mm -hmm. I've got a little girl. She's 16 years old. She shoots a lever action Henry. And she shoots it well, and and and, and you, you got something in your closet that you can shoot it with. Each year, last year, two thousand and twenty, even with the COVID pandemic, we introduced more than three hundred people to the shooting sports at my range uh, that had never shot before. Three hundred people, 
because it's not intimidating. Agree. Wow. And here's the other thing, Jeff, that, you know, you have these 10 lanes to shoot. And I heard ahead of time, yeah, you really need 10 mags and blah, nonsense. You can go there with a gun with one magazine. And there's plenty of time to load between between um, lanes. So you need a gun, one magazine, and some Ely ammunition found at stevefostershootingsports.com. You like that, Jeff? <laughs> I like love that? I love the shameless plug. I'm all about them. So that's awesome. <laughs> you, you, that's missed, awesome. you missed one thing you need, really, too. You need a Tupperware bowl to hold your Ely ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, Ed, also, the, the other thing that I was – I wouldn't say necessarily surprised, but I didn't expect it. Is how many how many states were represented? I saw people from all over there. In 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 this event here in the shootout, this where we had seventeen states represented. In June, when we had our first shootout in our spring shootout, uh, we had uh, twenty two states represented. One as far away as Alaska. Miss Jessica Smith joined us. Oh, sweet! Wow. Um, and it ranged literally from, from, uh, you know, Richard, he's 83 years old, uh, that shot in this one. Did you meet Richard, Steve? Yes, I did. Uh, he's 83 years old and we had a, a eight-year-old, uh, Adam White, the one that, uh, Aiden, Aiden White, who, who won a bullet and a gun. He won a Tipman, an MMSSA Tipman. Oh, he's eight. His brother Adam must have been 10 or 11. 12, yeah. yeah. They're out of Pennsylvania, I think. They they live 11 miles from Binghamton, New York. Yep, yep. Um, I know exactly where that is. They, uh, and and we had them, you know, and Andy with Airsoft, he come in from Los Angeles. Yeah. So So is there, so wait, Airsoft, is there an Airsoft division as well? There, there is, and we, we spent a couple years getting it. And, and one thing Ed White don't need is another sport to run. So we made it where if you – we have these airsoft versions of Metal Madness and shopping malls, and they'll go about anywhere. And, and if you shoot a Metal Madness event at a full-scale Metal Madness indoor airsoft range, the scores that you produce are, are – are, equal to the rimfire range that you shoot outside. Okay. So, you know, there in Florida in the summertime when nobody can breathe, you can put one in and shoot it and, and compete and, and still be posted just like you could if you were outdoors. Wow. That's great. Now um, I want to step back here. We, we talking about this month and the monthly event that's, that's at your home range. <laughs> kills me to say that um but uh in my backyard jeff yeah it's in your backyard <laughs> i i would i would joke and say well i have a pool and steve was like well, so do i and a goat and a barn that's right i can't and win i i don't even try i don't even try anymore um but you've all like we we, we talked about it you've got a a portable version of this um, and, and you said it's, you know, the cost effectiveness of that. But um, if, if a range are interested in saying, well, gee, I think this is great. I'd like I'd like to try to get Ed to come out to my range and set it up. How much room is needed at a range uh, to do this? Well, Sounds like we need at least 25 yards. You need a, a bay of 
25 yards and you need it to be at least 40 feet wide. Okay. And, and, you know, that's one thing about it that we're awful proud of is it takes up 40 feet by 80 feet for a range and you don't have to, it's there. And the mobile range is the same footprint as mm-hmm. a regular range. Actually, Oleg Volk took a lot of tremendous photos and he used our mobile range as the backdrop. They would, it was kind of his private studio. Very cool. Now, if anybody is interested uh, in, in trying to get you to come out to their range, what's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, contact me through the website, mmssa.net. Okay. The, the phone number that's on that, the, the, I mean, I can give you my phone number. It's my cell number. And here lately, it's been ringing a lot. Thanks to the Steve and them and the, the, the social media has been outstanding on the last event we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can call me, they can email me. Um, I really kind of suck at the, so the, 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 I'm, I'm 60 years old. So this, this technology is kind of rough on me. Um, the, the IMs or whatever they call it on social media, I will answer you, but it's hard. I don't see them too often. You know, it's, it's usually a couple hours before I get back to them. Sure. But, well, they've got yeah. a way to contact you and they wait, way to get the information. That's that's M M S S A. Was that uh-huh. it? M M S S A dot net dot net. And you can always reach out to Steve. I hope you don't mind Steve and Steve will get you contacted. Me and him talk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He and I talk every week at least. And well, we've got, we have a Facebook page, Metal yep. Madness, on Facebook. Okay, so there you're on Facebook, so you can – you've got some social media going there, Ed. So, you and know, that's cool. That's cool. We have Instagram. Like I said, I just – I need somebody to run it for me. My daughter, I think, is going to take it over. Hank. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, uh, any parting comments about Metal Madness? Yeah, one other quick question for you, Ed, because I'm not sure if people know this. How many ranges is Metal Madness in today? Right now, we have we have actually got nine ranges, Duncan, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and Illinois. Um, that number is growing quickly. I've had my con- – actually, I, they took a half of an airsoft range for fundraiser down not too far from you, Steve. And uh, they called me and said, you know, this is awesome. So there'll be some, the airsoft has, we have packages. You can home range it, or you can, can, can do fundraisers and SASP is, is they're going out and raising money for their teams using the airsoft because it can be set up at a banquet or whatever churches, schools, actually, Oh, another thing I just learned yesterday from Rick Leach that, uh, Alaska has agreed to put our airsoft in their school system, much like the archery. Oh, that's awesome. And is the airsoft the same, same distances? It sounds to me like it might be a little compressed, more compressed. It is. Okay. It's, 51 feet versus 75 feet because of the speed of the, the right, the round. 
but it's still oh, a there. 12 by 12 target. Yep. And, um, and it's, 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 it's fun. Isn't it, Steve? It's surprising. Oh. <laughs> it is so addictive. And Andy with, uh, the airsoft was there. They make a giggle switch for those things, Jeff, and they've got a high capacity magazine. Oh, that's, that's almost as fun as shooting a fully automatic MP5. I mean, it was just a riot, <laughs> a riot, Jeff. And I'm sending you one, Steve, you know, uh, you got away without taking one. So I'm going to send it. Sounds good. And what's Andy's company? Uh, Lancer Tactical. Is that Lancer right? Tactical. We did a partnership <clears throat> with them and they're actually building some metal madness guns. Like Tipman builds a, an M4. Tipman's an awesome gun. I'm going to throw those. And they build an M4 with our brand on it and have for the last two and a half years. And now uh, Lancer is going to build some airsoft um m4s uh it's it's not a 1022 but it's it looks a lot like it and then they've got some 1911 style and some uh mark four style uh, uh green gas guns that they're building for us as well with our brand on it fantastic and so, and so the other thing jeff uh to conclude from my my perspective two things one is is that you know there's some great sponsors down there you, you know, we talked about Lancer Tactical. They, and I'm kind of going order around the horn. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so you had the Airsoft set up with Lancer Tactical with Andy. Then, of course, you had Brian with Hunter's HG Gold and the Magical Mystery Tour van. Tatum Cross which, was set up. Which, uh, let me throw in, is, is, is now Hunter's Gold HD is our official eyewear as of this weekend. Excellent. And then... Um, for the first time, uh, my company, Creekside Custom, we were set up. Uh, Wyland USA uh, showed up on, on Sunday. You had Crazy Quail. And what's the other, what's the 1911? Is it Devil Dog Arms? Devil, Devil Dog, who, who also owns Crazy Quail. SKs okay. are ammo. Um, it, was, uh, it, wasn't in, it wasn't intentional that I left off another ammo company. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hey, I, we shoot either. We like all ammo, man. All are welcome. All are welcome. Like I said, you just got to be safe. Jeff, there's, be one, safe. there's one other thing that was um, probably a little bit different than mainstream media. You know, um, Sidney Valverock sang the national anthem to start off both days, which, okay. man, the, the hair on my arms is standing up. She did an exceptional job. But the other thing is Ed reached out to me, and he wanted to do something for the uh, 13 families of the fallen soldiers in Afghanistan. So we partnered up and uh, made dog tags with their names on it and, um, you know, the fallen soldier uh, cross on the front. And, Ed, how much money did we raise this weekend we, we, for those we, families? We raised eight hundred dollars. It was seven hundred ninety-eight dollars, seven hundred something, and I made uh, I made it that. And then, then Metal Madness kicked in. I wrote a check to them yesterday for one thousand dollars. That's amazing! Wow, that's great. And and it will go. Every dollar of it will go to them. And and you know, and it's not just for the thirteen. They're the ones that's fresh. We have got to. We do not leave Americans behind. Not trying to get political. We have to support the people that lost their lives. Well, this has been amazing, Ed. Is there anything you'd like to add here at the end? 
you know, thank you guys just for bringing awareness to Metal Madness. We we need more ranges. It's it's free to get a range. You you know, you just got to pay the cost to 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 build the shoot house. They have that. We it's an affiliation. Doesn't cost anything to be an affiliate. Uh, there's a website portal charge and a scoring pro, you know, but that's, that's, that's theirs. We don't take any shooters fees from the ranges. We make our money by associations members, which is $25 a year. And um, I mean, just let's, let's put some ranges out there. We don't compete with anybody. We're like no one else. We support it. We're the gateway to the shooting industry. We hope to, to just keep more people shooting. Well, that's fantastic. Well, you know, Ed, we really appreciate you being on the call. Uh, and Steve, of course, uh, having shot us first one. And, and, you know, we've got the background from Metal Madness. And we've now got a first shooter's experience of Metal Madness. And, uh, you know, Kentucky's quite a hike for me, but who knows? You never know. I might be able to get out there for a match or, uh, you know, we've got a different kind of setup at the Wyoming Antelope Club uh, where we don't really have a, a shoot house, but I've, there's a couple of other ranges down here that do. And somehow I think if I were to say, hey, Ed, I'd like to see you come out to uh, the Wyoming Antelope Club and figure out how you could set something up, we could work it out. You know, we yeah, don't have, we'd probably do something on that base, Jeff. Yeah. You know, our bays aren't 25 yards, but again, I think that you can, you can look at it and go, okay, this might not be an official metal madness, uh, you know, type thing, but it doesn't mean you can't work it out for people to enjoy this discipline. Send me, send me some pictures. We'll work it out. You got it. Sounds good. Well, Steve, another one in the books. Uh, it's about 730, which means you're probably rolling into work pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's end this one here. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? You, we always end the podcast. I think we forgot to do it a couple of times. What is that discount code from Steel Target Paint? It's ST Podcast. Time to get 10% off of anything at rangestore.net. All right. Sounds good. Well, Ed, thank you, Steve. Always a pleasure talking with you. Uh, we're going to get this posted up today and get this information out to everyone to learn more about Metal Madness. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you very much. All Thanks right. for your time, Ed. Bye-bye. Wait, 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 wait. Guys, guys, we're back. We're back. I hope you didn't cut off. Steve, tell me about this prize table that they have at these matches. So it was interesting. It's um, it's kind of a bingo style um, ball, random draw kind of deal. And I think Ed was saying it was ten or twelve thousand dollars somewhere in there from a prize table perspective. Um, it was it was strong and it was deep. There was multiple guns from Tipman and Ruger and Vortex stepped up. CWA had some certificates. Wyland had chassis and barrels. I mean, it was probably one of the best prize tables for this size of match I've been to in the last couple of years. So thank you to the, uh, the sponsors. My daughter worked, walked away. I think she was number 20 or something like that. She walked away with a $1,300 vortex scope. So I'm not sure what kind of gun she wants to put that on, but thank you again to all the sponsors and the random prize table had all levels and ages of competitors walking away with some really, really cool. Our sponsors, stuff. Are, our sponsors are awesome. We had 
a solid $11,000 worth of prizes from Devil Dog and I mean, everybody. It was awesome. If you told me that prize table was fifteen or 20000 I wouldn't have batted an eye because just based on how deep it was by the time I got up there as well as Vanessa got up there, there were still prizes up there 20, 30 spots down that were a couple hundred dollars worth yeah, all we day. We didn't so actually awesome. give them all away. We kept some of them. We'll give them away next time. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah? give them away next match. That's awesome. Heck yeah. Thanks again, Ed. Appreciate right. your time this morning.